0: Tonight, for your listening pleasure, it's Flash and the Fats Teague, 105.3 FM. This, is 10 Radio.
1: Can hear you now, oh, can you? Yeah, oh, I can hear you. <laughs> the wonders of modern technology, isn't it? That considering we're sat next to each other, we can't hear each other. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yeah, welcome to the 21st century.
0: Yay. Um, Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, everybody. Um, we are Flash and the Fat Stig.
1: We are, I'm uh, Flash,
0: uh, and I'm the Fat Stig,
1: and we're going to do this from the studio.
0: Yes, <laughs> novelty factor. Yes, well, it will be. Whereas next time, hopefully. Providing you get out of bed At <laughs> 5am Because it will be 5 o'clock in the morning Yeah, be all right. You'll be live from Australia
1: Yes, we're going to give it a go We'll see how far we get
0: It's going to end in tears
1: I'm more worried about my iPhone battery <laughs> 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 ah. Yeah It'll <laughs> be alright Keep a charge in the hand, it'll be fine
0: Yeah, um, Ladies and gentlemen, we're here for an hour of motoring and motorsport um, Waffle Much waffle mm.
1: Plenty to talk about <sighs> Where do we begin? I I think we know.
0: I think we'll begin um, with with the story of the Le Mans.
1: Yes. Um, (sighs) What's the best way of wording this? A really good race marred by tragedy. I think it's probably a fairly good way. (laughs) Pretty
0: much. As you probably all well uh, well know by now, um, GT driver Alan Simonson died um, following a crash about nine minutes into the race. Mm. Um, I think he lifted off apparently to avoid a, a Ferrari that had spun in front of him and just lost control of the car.
1: I mean, I, I personally—not n- not that I'm someone who uh, l- likes to do these things—but mm. I did watch a few videos on mm. YouTube to try and get an idea of what was going on. And from what I could see, it did look like he was sort of thinking two or three cars ahead yeah, yeah. and was trying to avoid mm. and maybe caught sort of a wet curb or something. But that's
0: the thing, isn't it? It was wet and it, or it had been raining. Yeah. Uh, the curbs were a bit damp, so I think. Well, I mean, obviously we can't speculate because there is obviously ongoing investigations.
1: But that's up. what it looked like on but the it, video. It
0: does look that... Um, and I think it turns out that it was probably just an unfortunate place to crash.
1: I know. Um, I mean, <laughs> look, looking at the wreckage as well, you think, well, you know, that looks fairly bad, but it looks like he's possibly got away with it. You,
0: you've seen people walk away from worst. Yeah. Say. I mean, you've only got to look at Alan McNish's Big Smash a couple of years ago mm. at the beginning. When he went and, he, and he went up and just barrel-rolled through the sand and then um, through the gravel and then... Um, Collided with the uh, with the tyre barrier, but um, yeah, uh, unfortunately for Alan Simerson he couldn't. Uh, he he uh, died after, uh, shortly after the uh, he was taken to hospital. So very he, uh, sad. Uh, it is indeed very sad, and a sad note to start uh, start the show on. But we would like to pass our condolences on to him, uh, to his family, sorry, uh, his friends, and of course Aston Martin Racing. Yes, who who I think everybody felt for that whole. Mm-hmm. 24 hour period it was that's just
1: nine minutes in, that's awful.
0: And, and for the family to say continue, I take my out off to
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: But, um, yeah, fair play to all at Aston Martin for um, for carrying on and being as, as, as strong as you all were. We, um, we, we um, what can you say?
1: Well said. Mm. I, I don't think you can I'm, say it any other way. In fact,
0: I'm going to play a bit of audio here from a video that Porsche posted All right. um, shortly after the race or shortly after the race uh, about um, four days after um, let me just go for it, it just go for it. it
2: Le Mans 2013 we're back back where we belong where we fell in love so many years ago With a Porsche 911 RSR, the strongest we ever built. With our best team. With our fans, our friends, our family. We took a long time to prepare. Was a lot of planning. We often had our doubts, questioned a great many things, struggled, hoped, and suffered, but never gave up. We defied the elements, used every second, took on every challenge, and made the right decision at precisely the right time. Le Mans 2013. We are back. We made it. First and second place in the GT class. Our 99th and 100th success on the Saad. More than we dared hope for. We can't take pleasure from this. There were many bright moments. However, they were all overshadowed.
0: think from porsche it was absolutely beautiful wow if, if you go onto um uh, youtube or whatever google porsche Le Mans 2013, and you'll find it and uh, basically it was their way of a, a small tribute to alan Simpson. typical classy porsche
1: i like it
0: on on um talking about alan Simpson all um cars racing at um, townsville this weekend in the v8 supercars because he was he was very big in um in the V8s as well, he, he drove as like in the Indianuros. Okay. Um Yeah, even finished on the podium at the Bathurst a few years back. <laughs> um, all cars racing the Utes, the V8s, uh, the V8 supercars, obviously the Porsche Carrera Cup, Formula Ford, and V8 Dunlop Series will all be carrying tribute stickers in memory of Alan Simmonson. So there um, we go. Um, talking of Le Mans um, obviously won by uh, McNish uh, well Christiansen, De Waal and McNish and obviously Tom Christensen being Danish as well it, uh, it was kind of a fitting yeah. fitting act um, the, the number 8 of um, um, uh, Anthony Davidson, um, Bohemi and Sarazan come second and uh, Marciné, uh De Grattin, um Oliver Jarvis finished third in the other Audi so it was it was a good race, apart from obviously the tragedy yeah. that failed at the beginning.
1: I was going to say, with it being so early on, it really kind of mm. it, it dulled the mood a little I think
0: Everybody was willing Aston Martin to win the GT class, and they were leading the G- GT class until um, sort of mid morning on the on the Sunday morning when, unfortunately, one of their other cars hit a wet patch and crashed into the Arnco barrier, and uh, that was the end of it. The but they did finish on the podium, and finished third. So oh, good. Uh, um, it was like I say, it was a good race, but um, tarred, uh, marred by the tragedy that um, came Very first. sad.
1: But um, we all know the dangers.
0: We do, and as, as it says on the back of every ticket, on the back of every programme, motorsport is dangerous, and we all know the things. And I did see a tweet, actually, by, um, I can't remember the name of the racing driver now, but saying, oh, this is ridiculous, drivers shouldn't be dying in this day and age. Obviously, we don't want to see drivers dying at all.
1: No obviously this is
0: not what I'm trying to say i'm try- trying to word it how i want know it is in my head, but there needs to be surely for the drivers as well as the fans that element of danger they wouldn't do it this is what I mean if you removed all element of danger, no they wouldn't want to do it. the part of it the whole part of the excitement surely is the is the being on the ragged edge
1: I think in in some classes. With the amount of safety you get now, possibly not so much. Mm. You know, I mean, like a lot of the tin top series. I mean, obviously that that's a prime example. Even if you are driving a tin top, mm. these things can happen. Mm. But I think possibly the guys in the Formula One cars, there, there, I know they've got all the safety things going. Mm. But you know, they're at more risk because they're open to elements. Yeah. You know, mm. these these guys, they do, they put their life on the line. It's like if you ever hear a, any sort of interview with with guy. You know, he'll always say, "You know, we know the dangers," and mm. I can guarantee a lot of the guys that have that are ro- any kind of road racing, yeah. cars or bikes. We know the dangers. Yeah, they you
0: know? they all know it, and they all and they've all seen it. But it's um, it was quite hard that weekend. I must admit. Yeah. personally.
1: I think a lot of the guys found it quite hard at the TT after mm. um, after that chap lost yeah. control as well. You know, I mean, how do you make yourself carry on? And I think you just got to put yourself in their shoes before they, mm. you know hit trouble and they,
0: they would want you to carry on that's yeah. the thing wouldn't they
1: you know I mean if, if it was me and you you'd be like yeah get on but as I would I
0: I didn't realise until um, until obviously after that had happened there has never been a red flag during the race at Le Mans
1: hmm. well there you go even in
0: 1955 when they had a massive accident and I think, we, uh, I think there was about 85 people were killed including spectators um, they never red flagged it they carried on
1: wow Mm. I know it was
0: 1955 and things were different and everything yeah. else, but yeah, it's never in 90 years because it was in 90th anniversary. and The only years it's missed out would have been the war years. Um, in 90 years, there's never been a red flag during the race at Le Mans.
1: Well, there's a fact for you, um, right? Quiz question, that one, <laughs> isn't
0: it? Just <laughs> uh, right. So uh, moving on, um, where to go next? Really? So
1: you had a, you had a good weekend with the Le Mans then, basically? Yeah. Minus that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Me and, me and the me and the little stick stayed
1: up for as long <laughs> just, as we could. Just imagine you him falling asleep on you, <laughs> and then you and then you falling asleep on him, <laughs> the then him waking boy. up going, "Dad,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm suffocating.
0: <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> um,
1: oh, brilliant. Uh, moving on. Mm, well, I, I think we need to get on to uh, like I said to you just now. There's a news report that popped up on my phone on the way here. Oh,
0: it's certainly um, interesting. Because I heard, obviously, uh, go, look, we're looking at um, Formula 1.
1: Silverstone, thoughts? And, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> mm.
0: To say I'm a little tired of the subject. Oh. You know? um, uh, as we all know, there was um, five failures, I think, in the end.
1: Is, that's, that's including practice and qualifying? No, I don't think it was.
0: I think that was did race. No, I think that was just completely race.
1: Who was having... It did, um, was it Massa? Did he come off...
0: Lewis, Massa... Um, I think Alonso had a, did have a problem with his tire, but pulled in before yeah. anything happened. Uh, as did Vettel, for that matter. Um, who else? Who had the big blowout? Um, Johnny Vern had the big blowout down the Hanger Straight. Gutierrez had a front go down the Hanger Straight, 190 mile an hour, and that tire blew. He was. I mean, I'm so surprised he managed to keep it in a straight line, but. Shocking, and I think it was probably a combination of things. But basically, Pirelli put out a press release blaming the teams, <laughs> and then put out a clarification of that press release saying they didn't blame the teams at all. Honest, Gov, <laughs> it's all your fault. Basically, they were saying they were, they were saying that the teams were running the tires underinflated. Right. They were swapping the sides the tires were meant to be on, so near side was on offside and vice versa.
1: Right,
0: and they were running the curbs
1: is there any way that they can prove that
0: probably not well, Mercedes have come out however and said although Lewis did have a that his massive blowout mm. um, his tyres were the correct PSI were the correct way around on the car and they followed all Pirelli's guidelines to the letter
1: Well, wow. I mean obviously they are going to say that I mean you can't because you've got to protect their driver haven't there, they but
0: yeah but there's no point. You can't chuck the baby out with the bathwater. But some serious questions have to be answered. And well,
1: there seems to be a lot of this going on. I mean, the, the MotoGP boys last year had a lot of problems with tyres. Mm. I can't remember who it was now. I can't remember if it, I think they run Bridgestones and um, and Goodyears or. Mm. But they had a lot of issues with blistering. You know, I, don't, I you would have thought in this day and age that they would have had tyres developed, mm. we could handle this.
0: I mean, to be fair, it's not the first time they've run out Silverstone, in its current layout, with its current kerbs. So how you can suddenly start blaming the kerbs, I don't know. <laughs> However, there must be a reason for them failing, and obviously, Pirelli aren't going to admit liability.
1: No. Of course not.
0: But for this weekend, I think you said it was for this weekend only, isn't it? They're running yeah. ones uh, with a Kevlar belt instead of a steel belt. That should, in theory, help people like Mercedes, who are uh, too quick at getting their tyres up to temperature, so they go off too quick, because they run about 10 degrees cooler, I believe. Right, okay. um, however, it's for one race only, you said, isn't it? Yeah, they would for bring For Hungary, in they're bringing a 2012 construction, construction with 2013 compounds.
1: Yes. I don't understand if, if they've, like I said to you just now, if if they know that th- that's a problem, why are they doing Kevlar and then moving on to that one, they mm. just move on to that if they know it's going to work if that's how they'd had it already set up why not bring that up a, up a race and then test the Kevlar <laughs> you know, you can't t- th- uh, this is another prime example about you know, in giving Mercedes a snap yeah. on the wrist for testing mm. This pff, these guys have put their life in the hands of the tyre maker and yeah, you can't make a car go on a track without tyres
0: I mean it doesn't help when you get stupid comments from people on Twitter or Facebook or wherever, going oh I'm not going to buy Pirelli tyres for my car, really?
1: yeah, Pirelli, like you're ever going to do your, 200 your mile your an hour Pirelli
0: road tyre is probably one of the best tyres you will ever buy Yeah,
1: happily, wouldn't you? they're not too noisy, nope. they wear well because they're not too soft yep. you know, I know you have to pay a little bit more of a premium mm. for them, but it's not a good year or a Michelin, no nope. You know, those are your top brands, aren't mm. they?
0: So, um, yeah. So, when I mean, you say you saw a news report this evening saying they they are thinking of boycotting again yeah. if it starts happening again,
1: I will uh, read it out if you like, provided my phone doesn't take too long. <laughs> a bit like yours. Yeah. Uh, Formula One drivers have warned that they will boycott the German Grand Prix if there is any repeat of the silverstone tire problems over the weekend, <laughs> following a meeting of the Grand Prix Drivers Association. In the Nürburgring paddock on Thursday, um, the body issued a strongly worded statement, making clear its unhappiness at the situation in Formula One. Um, although Pirelli is adamant that the Kevlar belt of tyres it has brought to the Nürburgring will not suffer a repeat of the dramatic failures, the blight of the race of Silverstone, the GPDA, is not fully satisfied.
0: And that is according to Eurosport. Yep. We must make that clear It's not a review We haven't made it up It's according to Eurosport <laughs>
1: Yes please feel free to look on Eurosport it has come up in the last hour
0: um, So there we go So um, who knows what will happen It's not going to happen again The chances of it happening in their second race I mean Pirelli would have done everything in their power this week
1: Well they're going to They need to try and Like you say If people mm. are saying I'm not going to buy Pirelli road tyres yeah. They need to change that Yeah You know, and they need to go through the next race, and the Mm. the drivers need to come away at the end of it and go, "Tires really good this race." Yeah, exactly. And then everyone would be like, "Okay, just Mm. a blip." it happens? But it's something you don't really want it to happen with. Tires is not a good thing. (laughs) No, no. I can understand sort of radiators or alternators, Mm. all that sort of thing. But tires, no, you don't want to mess around with them.
0: Um, So there we go. So Rosberg won. Yes. A cracking race. It was actually in the end. Yeah, I mean Lewis got himself back at the fourth. Yeah, and I'm reckoning another couple of laps, he would have been on the podium, and Webber would have won.
1: Yeah, see, I was quite looking forward to Webber winning. Mark Webber, I think it was about time.
0: Did you see Sebastian Vettel retire?
1: No, I didn't actually. No, I I probably would have enjoyed that (laughs) immensely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, um,
0: uh, My my eldest, Stig, in fact. um, uh, choked on a sweet one like, oh, when they? he saw him
1: I was going to say he didn't run around and do like a victory no, no, dance because he was there.
0: trying to <sighs> <start.
1: laughs> but I'm stopping to breathe just hit me on the back when you've marvelled at this <laughs> yeah um, bless him
0: there's been a lot of a um, lot of um, people moaning about the British public's response to Vettel breaking down now alright he, bro- <laughs> he broke down right in front of the main grandstand on the start finish straight. <laughs> there, there were quite a few cheers <laughs> you could hear them so much on the television, it's not often you can hear the cheers on the television, uh, you heard it when Lewis was um, out in front or went round something, something else and then <laughs> as soon as he started going slowly you should have heard the cheers from the crowd
1: why would people moan people about
0: this? People are moaning because obviously we're um, we're turning Vettel into um, a villain, so to speak.
1: Have people now, not realised this already? No.
0: Now my <laughs> al- my argument is obviously he hasn't done himself any favours this year with the whole multi twenty one thing. Yeah. And he really didn't do himself any favours when he said he was going to do it again if he had to. But every sport needs a villain, don't they? Yeah. It's 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 all panto. I can't believe that all those people that were cheering and going, "Oh, yeah, well done for breaking down." I can't believe that they all dislike Vettel.
1: You can't tell me mm. that I'm not I'm not trying to bring different countries mm-hmm. into this. You you can't tell me if Lewis broke down in front of the grandstand at the Nürburgring they're yep. not going to cheer. Yeah, they would. There you go then. would not they? It's a deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Get over it. Dude. But uh,
0: <laughs> You can respect the guy as a driver because you can't take that away from well, him. I know. He's, he's a good driver, but one his arrogance is not out, Getting out of the car, waving his finger. I know what I'd like to do with that finger. <laughs> um, was it what I was doing with yours? Yeah. No. Anyway, um, <laughs> and if you're in the studio before the show, you would understand where that joke was. Yes, going. exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you will um, well, not The thing is, though, right? You've got someone like Mark Webber, mm. who. In my opinion It just seems to it, I'm trying to think of a decent way to word it He, There's just respect Everywhere for mm. the guy You know And I mean It's quite sad I mean we'll probably come on to that in a minute I would have thought that he's going to leave F1 At the end yeah. of the year I think that's really sad But he just The guy oozes It's sad for the sport Yeah
0: But Unlike Vettel, where he's just done single seaters and gone through the series and ended up in Formula One, he has done it all. Mm. Uh, Weber has done the old Formula Ford, all that sort of stuff. He's done them on before um, with the old Nissan, uh, yeah. Nissan the old um, Mercedes CLK GTRs that done yeah. the old uh, cartwheel. Um, People have got a lot of time for the guy. He's straight talking, which we like in this country. Yes, and he's Australian, which means at some point or another, he mush. was British. <laughs> <laughs> is whether it? he went over there willingly or whether he went over there as a com, so to speak. Yeah, if you know what I mean. But he's come back, <laughs> and we've we've taken him to our hearts. And and for Vettel, I think this is half the problem as well because of all that, and because we like Weber so much in this country, Vettel doing what he'd done hasn't endeared him to the British public. And Vettel loves England, he loves Britain He loves our humour, he loves everything He, he, he really is a, an Anglophile <laughs> um, But yet we just can't take him to our
1: hearts I think there may be some underlying reasons for that Which I'm really not going to mention on air <laughs> But It's difficult, you know I mean, I'll, I'll be the first to admit I was never a big fan of Michael Schumacher. No. I was never a big fan of Ayrton Senna.
0: See, I was never a big fan of Schumacher the first time round. No. The second time, I always wanted him to win.
1: Because well, he, was, he was an underdog, wasn't he? Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he was trying to do it, it from the other end. Uh,
0: that is, I think you've touched exactly on it, it's the British thing about underdogs. Yeah. We always support the underdog.
1: And what would your thoughts be, mm. if, if we're going to carry on with this particular subject, that I saw the... Uh, Jensen was odds on to take Mark Webber's seat
0: I think I um, tweeted something along those lines earlier in the week they slashed his odds, there was some big, yeah. big bets put on over the weekend apparently about
1: Jen- um, with Jensen going to Red Bull next but year but what would your thoughts be on that? is that just going to be the old blighty versus the Germans again do we think
0: now if he, up, if he upsets Button the way he's upset Webber he really won't go down well in British crowds. No. But is it a good move for Jensen?
1: He's not getting any younger. No. He's got bugger all to go in for him this season.
0: Mm. I mean, that McLaren is nowhere, is it?
1: And you can't tell me that. I, I know obviously Vettel's always going to get the better car. Mm. You know, I mean, that's one thing I always find very unfair in motorsport, but. <laughs> you've always got to pick who you would class as your better driver or rider to take on the stuff that's going to improve the car first test it use it okay well right we'll put it on mark's car um so you know vettel will always get the better car i would have thought but jensen's going to stand a hell of a lot more chance of winning the race
0: but is he because obviously next year we've got new rules, new engines, new yeah. aero, The whole it's it is a clean sheet of paper for everybody. Obviously we know that Red Bull's got Adrian Newey and Adrian Newey will find every loophole in the book and probably that car straight out of the box will be a race winner because it's a Newey car. Yeah. Um, you can never discount McLaren, I don't think. I know they're having a real rotter yeah. of a season this year. And they, but the, last, the trouble is the last few years they've always started on the back they kind of come out of the box with a fast car then everyone seems to rush ahead of them with development yeah. then they seem to be playing catch up for half the season and in the second half of the season they, sit, they suddenly have a car that is capable of winning races and it becomes the fastest car
1: hmm. but
0: why I, I, I can't understand why they don't it comes out of the box fast and then they can't sustain that
1: yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? It's like you say, it's almost as if everyone sort of rushes ahead of them. Perhaps they're not great developers once they've got, you know, what they think is right. Well, they don't on, see, they
0: especially do. during the first half of the season for some reason.
1: And all of a sudden they go, mm. so it's almost as if they need like four or five races and then they go, ooh, yeah. hang on a minute.
0: Whereas this year it's been rubbish from the outset, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> and they and they that's really nice for the way I can word her. that on air.
1: Um, But I'd like to. Uh, if Jensen didn't take it, mm. I'd like to know who they would go with. Well, they've said, they've actually publicly said there's um, Jonny Verne,
0: yeah, uh, Ricardo, and Raikkonen are all in the frack. I
1: was going to say I, I would just, if it was me, just just to upset the the Apple cart, mm. I would just put Kimmy in it. So uh, See, er er Sebastian, there's, there's two there's
0: two there's a couple of issues with all of that there, though. Um, you've obviously got Ricardo and John Verne in the Toro. sister Toro Rosso which is supposed to be like the breeding ground for the for the main team.
1: Mm.
0: Now does that not just make a mockery of their whole young driver bringing them on in the younger team? If they give it to Jensen. If they give it to Jensen or if they give it to Raikkonen. Doesn't
1: the thing y- is though are they just going to give them a one year contract?
0: Well this is it. This is the question you've got to ask especially with Jensen because he is get on now really he's 40, he's 30, in, in Grand Prix four. driver terms yeah exactly he is in Grand Prix driver terms he is quite old mm. um, when you compare him to Schumacher he's just a whippersnapper but, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but maybe, still. maybe you're right maybe he has got to ch- take that chance while he still can
1: well this is it I mean if it, <laughs> he stays with McLaren another year doesn't get the opportunity with the Red Bull and then where is he at Mm. You know, I mean, I mean where, where is he going to go from there?
0: There was talk about him moving to um, Ferrari. I mean, twelve months ago, I think See, we. Had I a don't think that move.
1: would have been. I know he doesn't get on with Alonso, but <sighs> I, I mean, think that would have been a good move for him as well. He, I mean, he's always. I mean, thing is, you say um, go
0: in as a number two, but he's always done quite well against other teammates. Even though, I mean, look, when he went in with Jen, um, with against Lewis at McLaren, everyone wrote him off, going, oh, it'll be second best," blah blah blah, and.
1: And we're as good yeah, as each it, other, really This is it
0: 6-1 after the other
1: I'm a great believer in If you've got a talented guy You need to give him a chance With the best machinery mm-hmm. Because Until you do that You'll never know
0: uh, Paul DeResta's been talking himself up For master's seat, apparently
1: Why not? The lad's got talent yeah. We've not he, got an issue with Alonso. No. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> would he want to play second fiddle? I mean, nobody wants to play second fiddle, obviously. They all want to be number one. Mm. But I still can't see Vettel going to Ferrari. And obviously, he's just signed a contract extension anyway. So Why not? It's the silly season, though, ladies and gentlemen. Anything can Anything happen. Anything can
1: happen. It's, it's the, the talk. The talk of the town, isn't
0: it? I personally would quite... Because obviously, I know McLaren are quite strict and everything's got to be said properly and everything yeah. else. Um, whereas, Red Bull seem to be that bit more... Freer mm. in the way that Honda used to be years ago when they were, yeah. um, when Jensen was with them. Well, obviously, got Honda coming back in a couple of years' time with engines for McLaren.
1: So, who knows? Well, this is it, well, who you know. Knows? The, the, uh, the pot of rumour mongering begins now.
0: I do kind of like this time of year when you can think of all those silly things like People. Jensen going to Red Bull and and, and everything, else, and Durasta going to Ferrari.
1: it does annoy me a little bit though because I think well hang on a minute Right, you've got Jensen right he gets offered Mark Webber's seat Mark Webber only decided to quit a week ago Uh,
0: he only announced it a week ago Red Bull have known for some time Ah, and actually saying about that move to Porsche um, he is still in the Red Bull family he says in inverted commas so there will be Red Bull branding on the car I would have thought Mm. and at least on his helmet and overalls anyway sorry I
1: interrupted yeah but I, f- I find it very difficult okay Jensen announces he's going to Red Bull next year how's he going to concentrate on racing this year mm-hmm. because if it was me in that and I'm plodding along and that McLaren and I'm finishing 10th and 11th and 9th I'd be sat there going you know, I can't wait for next season mm. how can he concentrate this is what I don't like about the silly season I get it on the bikes as well people go oh he's going to go there oh he's going to move there he's going to go there and I'm like let the ball buggers concentrate on what they're yeah. doing. You know that, that's why. I mean, in a way, I know you're not a, a football fan at mm. all, but having that that transfer period before the start of the season, I think it's a good idea. Mm. No, I, I think that is a good idea in that sense because no, no one cannot concentrate on what they're doing currently.
0: But the trouble is with these sort of things. Oh, I suppose it's the same with football. There are such big sums of money and everything else. Oh, yeah. that need to be negotiated and they take time. I mean, I don't know. And Lewis's move to Mercedes seemed to take forever, but
1: he seems to have done the right thing, doesn't he? I know I was the wow. first one to say he'd fall flat on his face.
0: I do. I, I think we. We. I think you said that, and I said, well, if he manages to, you know, you know blah blah blah. But, but
1: honestly I think we thought McLaren would be a bit further forward exactly. than they are.
0: Did anyone expect Lewis to be where he is now, what fourth in
1: the championship? Did anyone expect Daniel those either of those cars to be finishing pole no. every every race? No.
0: That's the that's the problem though. They've finished starting on pole <laughs> and then going just,
1: just go I mean
0: um Sunday was a prime example where I think if Lewis had um continued if he didn't have that puncher I think we could have seen Lewis win there. Mm. And with him only being, I think it's what forty-three points behind or something, it's quite close in the top. Although he is fourth, are we what envisaging? Are we, are we envisaging a,
1: a Lewis Championship? Well, there was—he was talking about it. I think, wasn't he? Saying I mean, that he still had a championship chance.
0: Well, I mean, at the start of the season, everyone wrote him off and said, no. They're not going to do anything this season. Maybe next season, perhaps. But I
1: think he went into it sort of being, well, okay, we'll see how the car goes. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, he still says he's not one hundred percent happy with the car. But I mean, Mercedes themselves are second in the Constructors' Championship behind Red Bull. Well, is it time now to put our money on a, on a Lewis title or even a Rosberg title? You know what I money? think?
1: They need to thank Michael Schumacher
0: for his development earlier yes. on.
1: You can't tell me that they've just managed to get that no, going. Right. No, no, no. That hasn't happened just over the weekend. you can't tell me either of those guys have gone,
0: ah, <laughs> we have <laughs> suddenly figured out how we can do this.
1: I know Michael yeah. didn't know what it was, but <laughs> we do. <laughs> hang on a minute how long has Michael been racing yeah, yeah I think yeah they'll have a lot to owe to Schumacher it's a shame actually you think about it I'd have it? liked to see seen him in wouldn't it have been great b- if yeah, he'd yeah. been at the front
0: oh, personally I would have liked to have seen him win another title in that yeah. car from nothing yeah
1: we'll see I, 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 can't, I can't argue I, I, to be fair I, I would like to see Lewis sort of at least challenge well I don't know whether I want to put my money on it I think um, the next two races are going to be vital
0: We've obviously got quite a few. We've races got Nurburgring and Hungary yeah. as well. Bef-
1: they? they're the fairly, break. They're so, fairly um, big races, aren't they? So yeah, I think all will be. Uh, um, I'd like to talk about Pike Peak. Pike's oh. Peak. Would you really? Yes. Go our f- on, our then.
0: friend Sebastian Loeb.
1: Oh, <laughs> that legendary. Well, 467 <laughs> rally wins. <laughs>
0: I must doff my week. cap to him the previous lap, really the previous lap record or or the hill climb record was 9 minutes 46.164 right. okay he went out there last weekend and done it in 8 minutes 13.878 he knocked a minute and a half off of the record what was he
1: driving uh, an
0: 8 uh, an 875 brake horsepower Peugeot 208
1: oh oh yeah I think yeah.
0: It, I think it was only 208 in name but I believe the um, I think the rear wing was off their old Le Mans car and all sorts but um, 156 turns on that course an average of 87 miles an hour <laughs> and exactly 25 years ago uh, they, uh, Peugeot had done the same thing they sent Ari Vatanen out in to break the 11 minute barrier and hit uh, 10 minutes 47 in the old 405 pipe you remember that oh, and a yeah. massive rear wing front wing but to see, see how far things have come 100 years ago, July the 17th 1913, William Wayne Brown was the first person to drive up the Pikes Peak and it took him 5 hours and 28 minutes <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did he walk? <laughs> I think he just, I don't know, pushed I think it he, I was going to say, I like think he pushed the vehicle up
0: oh, But in a minute and a half
1: that's Off of the record That's pretty insane Again, he's another one isn't he you, you, you either like him or you don't
0: yeah, yeah but yeah. you
1: can't not respect, respect him for what he can do I mean car. let's be honest since Colin McRae who has really set the rally world alight there he hasn't really been no. I mean he was there when, when McRae yeah. was at the end of his yeah, career yeah.
0: wasn't he well nine titles down the line and then he's just trying his hand at everything next year he's racing the world touring cars with Citroen
1: why not why not
0: but I still I mean he was He was the pace setter All week, all, uh, all through the week Apparently um, He was first position In the unlimited category uh, Starting order um, Due to his pace And qualifying And then he produced A time of 8 minutes 13 A minute and a half Under the uh,
1: That's th- insane uh, y- You know what He will be on to After he's done A world touring car Don't you mm. British touring car
0: Really Yeah I don't think He'd <laughs> sink that low
1: He <laughs> <laughs> could drive a Peugeot 106 And still beat them all <laughs>
0: Um, uh, Reese Millen, who was the oh, previous record holder at Pikes Peak, um, they, he also beat his original record, um, but he was still 49 seconds behind Loeb. <laughs> I
1: mean, that is pretty special, shame, isn't it, really? Yeah. Do you know what you used to, you know, maybe a second, you know? Oh, yeah, or I half mean, a couple second of seconds, or a tenth, tenth, or whatever. Hundredth
0: but to knock a minute and a half off the record and then to be 49 seconds clear of your nearest rival. Sebastian Lowe we, we well there you go ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> what we present to you oh look he's just won another round that. <laughs>
1: that's uh, 478
0: wins <laughs> um, this week uh, Bentley had taken their new GT3 to Goodwood the festival of speed next weekend oh is it next weekend oh no <laughs> oh, oh, why you're, did I choose oh, off, why did I choose that weekend I bought you a ticket and everything oh, oh. now you tell
1: me oh. yeah oh. Oh, it's funny that I'll have to go on my own yeah um, <laughs> tell me now <laughs>
0: You go to Australia? Did
1: yeah, I'm going good to Goodwood. <laughs> Swine. <laughs> Did I not mention it? Do it before? this to me.
0: Oh, hang on. Says the man who's going to the Bathurst thousand. Oh yeah, sorry. <coughs> <clears throat> I'm afraid I lo- don't get me wrong, I love the Goodwood Festival of Speed, but for the chance to go to the Bathurst, I'd give up my children. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry, I hope they're not listening. <laughs> uh, sorry, boys, if you're listening, you should be asleep. Yeah.
0: Um, is here, uh Bentley are bringing that t- to the Goodwood Festival of Speed along with um, their entire range uh, <laughs> and their the Speed 8 the Le Mans winning car to celebrate their 10th anniversary of Le Mans. I can't believe it's 10 years since they won that.
1: Wow. That's that's some going. Mm. That sounds like the uh, the old Festival of Speed's going to be quite good this year. It's going to be very good. I think but um, it is
0: every year. I mean I think it's 20 years now. Yeah. of the Festival of Speed. And if if you've never been, if you go to one motoring event a year, make it the Festival Speed because there is literally everything from bikes to cars to rally cars to planes
1: yeah they've got everything That
0: works and it's got the world's oldest cricket pitch well there you go just, <laughs> just another one just of those bits know? of useless <laughs> information but they generally the world's oldest cricket pitch and they've normally got stuff parked on it
1: that's disgusting
0: I think the last time I went they had aeroplanes parked on there
1: wow that's slightly more acceptable the depends what aeroplanes they <laughs> are <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know um, so there we go um, what was our um, our second hand car of the week second hand car of the week I think you brought to my attention <laughs> um, I, I'd almost forgotten actually yeah I know I, you were talking about different cars then I was mm. like hmm what did I see
0: well <laughs> uh, on eBay uh, uh, as we speak I assume still
1: uh, and I tell you what it's on there for some money as well is it
0: I don't know I, when I looked it was on there for 25,000 yeah well, up,
1: there's it? there's one on there mm. a standard one yep that has done like 20,000 miles from you which is less than that
0: yeah um, uh, our bargain by the week we say, bargain. I say bargain if in you've got plenty of money um, <laughs> um, is in fact uh, an exact and complete replica of the back to the future DeLorean
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does I mean it looks like the guy has sort of had to make it himself mm. I know but it's fantastic.
0: I mean, read the description. He's put all the P clips in the right place. He's found all the right colour cable ties for crying out loud. Yeah. Everything. This car is a minter. It is. And it looks like you could be Marty McFly. <laughs> I know. Go on to eBay, put in DeLorean Back to the Future.
1: It, last time, time I
0: looked, it was at 25 grand, but I think, it probably I think it's probably a lot more. I think it's probably gone a bit more. Um, if, if you're in the market for a. a It'll film make rock you want to go
1: out and buy some old Nikes and a, and a red puffer. puffer. You can
0: buy those Nikes. Can you? You know those light-up Nikes from Battle of the Future 2, I think it was? I think you can buy them, but they are rather insanely priced.
1: Yes, I should imagine they probably I are. I think you're talking... Jacket th- drying. <laughs> you're talking <laughs>
0: thousands for those shoes. They made a limited run of like 150, 200, something like that.
1: What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Just Why is everything so expensive th- that's I cool? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd give organs for this DeLorean.
0: I must admit it's it's pretty special yeah
1: it? it is even if it only does 88 miles an hour
0: yeah, just it would just be cool yeah I'm sorry I
1: don't care if it's got a Renault engine in it <laughs> it, just, it just looks awesome Renault
0: Volvo engine yeah <laughs> mm.
1: I should have just said Volvo engine it sounds slightly better doesn't it
0: does it if you're thinking Volvo engines from mid 80s does it really sound better no no
1: actually <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah uh, but have, have, have a look folks just uh, put Delorean in.
0: Talking about other cool cars, however, however, however. Um, uh, the the Bonhams auction at Goodwood Festival of Speed next weekend um. uh, that I'm going to. You're not? Know? No, I'm oh not yeah. really going. Oh yeah, right, okay.
1: The <laughs> um, one that you got a ticket for?
0: There is in fact um, yeah. uh, an exact replica.
1: Right of the General Lee. Is there? What a proper proper one. The
0: General Lee.
1: Oh. How much do they want for that? I don't know. Oh, okay. Lots. Actually, you know when I went to, um, i can got to drop this in, <laughs> you, know, you know when I went to the NEC at the end of, end of last year and I met Guy Martin?
0: Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. You've not mentioned that? I don't know if I no, have, you no, know, yeah. I actually met Guy Martin. <laughs>
1: um, they had um, a 1968 Mustang Bullet, Ooh. but they didn't want that much for it, I was actually surprised uh, it just had a full restoration and it was going into an auction I can't remember any of the details But they only wanted, I think it was about forty grand for it And it eh? su- surprised me Because I thought, that's got to be worth more than that, surely
0: Do you know, I'd quite like a collection of film cars
1: Yeah, I think I would too
0: I saw there was, um, I can't remember what they call them Sheffield Ghostbusters Google it And they they come to your event, in averted commas um, <laughs> Dressed as the Ghostbusters Excellent uh, in the car uh, yeah y- y-
1: you're going to tell me it's a Volkswagen Passat no, stay no, 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 white no, no, or something no no
0: no it's, it's a Granada hearse <laughs> oh excellent that <laughs> 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 they painted white mm. uh, put some lies on the roof and they go around dressed as the Ghostbusters so yeah Google Sheffield Ghostbusters and it is as bad as it sounds
1: <laughs> you just hire them just
0: for novelty wouldn't you just to go what the hell did you do why did you buy that car <laughs> If you're gonna do it, go out properly and get a Cadillac. Yeah. But no, no, no.
2: A Ford
1: Granada.
0: In fact, I might even Google it now.
1: While just, we're just just to have a look.
0: Yeah. Um, also, yes. talking about cars.
1: <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> Funny that. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. I, d- I do have some bike news somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do somewhere. we want to crack on with that? No, no. Just you you on? carry on. You're on, um, on.
0: Well, it was it was just important news, really. Um, considering we like them so much. Uh, Toyota Prius. Uh, have hit three million sales worldwide.
1: Really? Mm-hmm.
0: With sixty-one thousand of those in the UK.
1: You know what? I pulled up. Well, I say I. I'm, I'm obviously not able to really drive at the minute because I can barely get in and out of a car. Um, we. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry, I've Thanks just shown that.
0: him. I've just shown um, a uh, uh, young Flash a, a, an image of this
1: <clears throat> of Sheffield's only. Ecto One. Mm. That's um, that's lovely.
0: You say Ecto One. It's a white hearse with some police lights on the roof.
1: It is, and it and some. Oh, it's got some blue tubing and hubcaps. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, go to SheffieldGhostbusters dot com um, if you want to have a good laugh. Uh, uh, what was I talking about? the again? possibilities are endless. So, <laughs> who are you going to call? <laughs> <laughs> I've
1: completely lost my thread. though I was completely thrown me that. Mm? What was I talking about again? I don't know oh Toyota Prius oh Toyota it? Prius yeah that's right uh, we actually pulled up into uh, an unnamed supermarket mm. I'll, 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 st- I'll leave it unnamed they've got charge points I've mm. never seen that before charging points there's two spaces over in the corner of the car park by the cash machine And the special parking yeah <laughs> next to the, the children yeah yeah wider spaces yeah
0: they're, they're putting charge. Ne- they put them next to the children where they park the children yeah.
1: that's abuse <laughs> Sorry, you can imagine just taking just your kids' masters, put, put having to put your just, hand over I'm their eyes. I'm sorry, ice. this is disgusting. <laughs> charge points. I was genuinely quite shocked. But
0: surely you're not going to get enough charge while you're wandering around whatever supermarket <laughs> it
1: was. Unnamed supermarket. Well, it depends. You know, you might spend hours in there because it's so awesome. <laughs> no, but yeah, I don't really get that. Do you? No. No. Um, I
0: mean, if you ah, oh, just I can't get electric cars. I'm sorry. It just
1: doesn't help the environment I at can, all, does no. it? You just burn more coal. It
0: just <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> don't get us onto this one.
0: I just can't. The, the energy that's—I mean, you want to be carbon neutral or whatever. The energy that goes into building that car, you're wasting your time.
1: I can understand where. Um, I think BMW have it with all the braking mm. and it, it sort of oh, the
0: regenerative yeah. like the type stuff. I can
1: understand that mm. that's fine I mean it's sort of making what you've got last longer in the best possible way it's like mm. okay, it's like well, a range
0: extender yeah. as opposed to being full electric. So I you- can
1: understand that that's fine but trying to promote something that they're promoting here mm. which is using more resources of something else which isn't helping anything oh but they they just oh yeah have a green car have a green car it's fully electric well just because you're not burning and putting out CO two doesn't mean that you're not burning more coal that we're running out is, of.
0: I was going to say the thing is you're still using energy. We still have to produce the electricity to pump into your Leaf or whatever it is the Renault Wind or whatever you want to buy. <laughs> I can't think of another electric car. <laughs> bore me so much. I
1: think that is a perfect name for a car. Renault Wind. Wind. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: We had a car at work um, this week, and it was a Focus. All right, okay. One litre EcoBoost.
1: See, you'd think that was a bad idea, wouldn't you?
0: We've got a lot of love for the EcoBoost on this. Yeah. Uh, uh, here.
1: Yeah, especially with all the, all the tuning you can yeah, make yeah. out of such I mean, a thing. But what's wrong with that? I don't see a problem with that. I know, I know we're going down the engine but, size. Yeah, well I like know, like but uh, apparently uh,
0: the, the one litre EcoBoost can run. I think it's a, it gives you about the equivalent of a 1.6 or a 1.8 in yeah. terms of actual power so it's a good engine we're not doubting that and it's nil tax
1: yeah but who's paying for all, all nil the pot to be fixed
0: exactly nil tax is not going to last forever and it can't afford to last forever and you might upset some yuppie um, hippie type who want to save the world man and everything else if you're going to start taxing their electric or hybrid or whatever but we're going to have to you're going to have to start paying for it somewhere along the line somebody's got to pay for it and at the moment it's me yeah and me mm.
1: And so, we, at the end of the day, we're still running fairly new vehicles. Mm. You know, it's, it's it's something that's happened in the last ten or twelve years. Mm. You know, and whatever it is was was good at the time.
0: And there is rumblings about running another scrappage scheme. What do we think mm-hmm. of that?
1: Depends. I mean,
0: last last time they done it, I personally think it ripped the guts out of the second hand car market. I mean, I think it are, should be cars was, that
1: are three years old.
0: Well, where we worked previously. Yeah. Um, there was that scrapyard around the corner wasn't there I can't remember what it was called now um, and I know of a 206 that went in there that was barely three and a half years old um, that had was owned by a little old lady had done barely minimal miles um, and she decided that she wanted to A a new car, and she wanted to do it in the scrappage scheme so they had to squash it they were not allowed to keep it they weren't allowed to sell it for spares. They had to squash this mint 206 because I come in under this scrappage scheme. That mm. is wrong. I know. They should subsidise those. Sorry, talking over you. But those decent cars that come in like that, maybe the decent ones should be kept to one side and they should be given at a reduced rate to people who can't afford a newer, more um,
1: cleaner car. Yeah, all right. I see where you're going with that. I mean, if it was me personally, because we live in that sort of of, of um culture mm. now, where we throw stuff away, you know, I personally wouldn't see that much of a problem with that because really you're clearing out new cars. Yeah. And not having the old ones. I mean I I know of someone at exactly the same scrapyard had a mint low mileage two oh five GTI that they mm. had to scrap as well see that's wrong because yeah, that's, that's heritage do you
0: know I remember that as well actually I remember that that was, um, that was young Ricky that was yeah. that
1: one. it that's um, heritage that I, I mean I can understand yeah. you're always going to have cars of that age you, you know you can't you're not all going to scrap through yeah. all three year old cars and just not going to disappear off the road are they no altogether. but in that sort of situation someone should be allowed to say well hang on a minute Mm. That's a good car. I'll swap it for my knackered one, and you can scrap that. The thing is, I think the rules
0: were you had to own, you have had to have owned the car for, I think, 18 months, two mm. years previously anyway before you could weigh it in for the scrapping. But it was... I mean, there, were, there, was still, there probably still is airfields full of cars that they couldn't scrap quick enough. They were doing... But again, not only will it affect the second-hand car market for yeah. people like you and me who are not going to be able to afford to buy a brand-new car... It's going to affect the part side of it because mm-hmm. people are under. The, still under. Still under the illusion that a brand new car requires parts from a dealer.
1: Yep.
0: Which under block exemption regulation, I'm probably boring myself here. But under block exemption regulations, as long as it's of an OE standard, yeah. which 99% of the motor factors you'll find out there will sell. Um, you can fit anything you like, and it's done at a proper garage. Not Joe Blogs does it on your drive.
1: Yeah.
0: Or and your book's properly stamped, you still come under the warranty. It's just educating these people, and again, I just wonder whether. ripping There's out. There's too
1: many people out there that just want a vehicle that they can jump in. Mm. And to a point, I can understand that. Having gone through years of breaking down and having <laughs> really...
0: It, it is rather annoying.
1: ...dodgy vehicles, you know, mm. I can understand that to a point. But to have a car that's got no, no soul whatsoever, that I won't accept.
0: See, yeah, but that's, see, that that's the thing for you and me, the soul...
1: It's got to have character.
0: I didn't connect with the Alpha. No. Yeah, I'm already bonding with the Subaru. It's strange. I just
1: didn't. You know what's right and what's wrong, <coughs> don't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. You, you get a car. And it sounds really to people that aren't petrol heads that don't get it.
1: It sounds like a completely alien thing. How can you have a bond with a car? But you do. You do. I mean, it's it's not like you. you wouldn't possibly maybe be sad if you did have to sell it. Yeah. yeah. But you you jump in that car and you think, yeah. Yeah. You know, I and enjoy sometimes cars it. I mean I, I've i had a lot of red top mm. voxels. And those engines were always prone to sort of having good and bad days. And everyone's yeah. like, no, no, no. But some days you get in it, would be like, flat, can't be bothered today. Yeah. You get in another day and you want to go. Yeah. You know, to me, that's soul, that's character. Mm.
0: It's not you know. just what the car is, it's what you go through with that car. Yeah. And everything that goes with it and then that builds and it and it is it's like having a car, it's like having something. It is strange. I I'd
1: I never thought I'd get that with a diesel vehicle, but you know, that that Golf is mm. it does. It has soul, you know, it it's got it's got guts, you yeah. know, it's got an image because it's obviously everyone's sort of looking at it and everything and yeah.
0: that's the thing. That's the people, people don't get it.
1: I know it's four wheels and a bit of metal, but
0: if you don't love it you shouldn't drive it
1: nope absolutely not rules of the game if you own a Prius you're no friend of mine
0: you've got no soul anyway so <laughs> you match perfectly with the cup. <laughs> sell your soul to the devil
1: <laughs>
0: um, obviously we don't contain, condone such things no
1: obviously no. not man. Um
0: <laughs> Um there we go. We're we're very nearly at the end, but you've got some point news haven't you? Valentino Rossi won a race. Hey. Get in. <laughs> Told you, didn't I? Didn't Cal Crouchlow get close to a podium or something? He like finished
1: that? third, he should he have been did, second. He, did on third. he was um he was catching. He um he sort of he started I think he he was pole mm. had a bit of a dodgy start, dropped back to sort of fifth or sixth, and him and Valentino had to sort of make their way back up through the field. Um and he was ready to take second on the last lap but got cut up. And there was a bit of misjudgment between both riders and um didn't quite get past him in the end. Oh, but it was a cracking race. Yeah? Yeah, can't beat I like Assen, Assen's a good race track. They've got soul, the Dutch people. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good track, actually. <laughs> they're Assen? um they're very passionate people.
0: Zolder, that's another good track, yeah. A... They don't
1: see these tracks enough. No. They should do it more often. No. But yes, yes, Valentino won a race. Excellent. Um that Daff Northern is doing very well in the World Superbikes as well. Proper. <laughs> he won both races at Imola Excellent. last weekend. Um, I'm just trying to think of anything else that I've missed. Um, it's the Southern 100 this next week. Is it? While I'm ah. on the subject, yes, more road racing to your ears. Road race tastic. Yes, uh,
0: probably on BBC Northern Ireland's website. I would have
1: Um possibly. No, I don't think no. it will be. You need to tune in to Manx Radio. If you can. Uh, if you've okay. got an iPhone or or a Galaxy or something, you've, you're on Android. I think,
0: I think the old tune in radio apps probably pretty Yes,
1: good. yeah, All yeah. Get stuff. yourself on Manx Radio. Um, practice starts Monday.
0: I wanted to talk about the V8 Supercars, but we've run extraordinarily yeah. out, of light, uh, out of time. Um, Do you want me to go to a race? Go to a race.
1: Go to a race next time. See if I can get a race in before, uh, before the next show.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, oh! I'm gonna punch him square in the face. <laughs> um, uh, this weekend we got the Formula One. Obviously, uh, we make a prediction every time, and every time we get it wrong. So, who are you gonna go for this time?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lewis
0: Vettel's never won a home race.
1: Lewis, I'm gonna completely shoot him in the foot by saying. So yeah, right.
0: you are. Which is why I'm gonna go Vettel. Mark Webber. <laughs> I'd love to see Webber do oh it no. What do you reckon Webber Last lap Just takes him on the corner yeah. Giving it the V's Yeah why not Yeah. Have that multi twenty. Push him out of the way um, So He's see, not an enemy So what are we going You're going Lewis
1: mm-hmm.
0: I will go Yeah I'm going to stick with it Vettel Cool Happy days We will see um, we, <laughs> we will indeed uh, V8 Supercars This weekend from Townsville uh, Who can stop Jamie Winkup
1: Is he running away With the championship
0: no. He said he's going to Back off a bit at the moment Not be so aggressive For the next few races Mainly because we have got the enduros coming up, sort of with the with the highlight of that being the Bathurst. Um Now it, he's obviously wanted to try and get as many points as he can, yeah. Not lose any by ditching it or whatever mm-hmm. uh, before we get to the endu- enduros, and you've got to have the second driver, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so he's going to be taking it a little bit steady, but um, fifty nine mm. points is, is is catchable, very catchable in the V eights because it's quite we'll it's available. Um, and the enduro drivers get their first run out this weekend in a test session Friday morning, possibly Saturday morning. I can't remember. Um, but there we go.
1: Yes, I know there's some British superbikes this this weekend as well. I don't really particularly clued up. I'm sort of. Uh,
0: we've got the Aston Martin centri- Centenary meeting at um, Brands Hatch this weekend. Oh right,
1: okay.
0: Uh, in which um, Bruno Senna, I think, is going to be driving the Aston Martin oh, yeah, from Le sure Mans. So I think, um, in fact, after after the events the last few weeks, I think that probably will be a cracking event to go yeah. to. Um, upper brands action. I wish I could make it, but sadly I can't. Uh, and then we've got the good festival speed,
1: yes,
2: <clears throat>
0: which is is a fantastic event. if you if you can go, go.
1: Yes,
2: spend the money, it's it's worth it It
0: really is worth it If you couldn't afford to go to the Grand Prix, save up and go to this Because you get everything Mm. From Formula 1 to IndyCar to bikes Dougie Lampkin, the works Dougie It's all pretty good Right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is our time, over and done with Yes, again Um, Well, I'll be
1: back Yes, I'll be speaking to you from Australia (laughs) Oh dear,
0: (laughs) it's going to go terribly wrong Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure to have you along for the ride Uh, Thank you very much indeed for listening Thank you I will speak to you in a couple of weeks' time Yes Um, Have a very pleasant, safe trip thank you enjoy 20 hours on a plane yeah, yeah. and um, we'll yeah. see you all next time thank you see you later